0: Hi, my name is Dan Rielli and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week I will talk to one researcher about one project who we'll have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives.
1: Dan's guest this week is Stacy Wood, visiting associate professor of marketing at Duke University's Fuqua School of Business.
0: So I'm sitting here with Stacy Wood, we're drinking coffee. You have a cappuccino, right? I do. And I know you for how
1: long? Uh, Twelve years. That's it? That, that's it. It seems like a lifetime. Has to
0: be more. It has to be more. And you look as young as lovely as ever.
1: Oh, thank you. You look even more handsome than you were in the uh. beginning. <laughs>
0: uh, if I knew I would get a compliment, I would have given you even more. Okay. <laughs> so um, you had lots of change in your life in the last few years? I have. You got married.
1: Married, moved.
0: Lots of stuff. And uh, you started doing research on h- what happened when time of change. So what, what's the deal?
1: Well, the deal is is that a lot of people have uh, an idea that when they're in the midst of a lot of changes, that that's the time when they will choose a lot of comfort foods and comfort things, things that are old, familiar favorites that will make them feel good in the midst of all this upheaval.
0: So the economic environment changes, my job changes, I move city, I'll have the same food that I've always had because that's kind of at least one constant thing. And that's the theory that people have that about what they will do?
1: That's right. They'll want mom's uh, old meatloaf recipe, uh, the common chocolate chip cookie. They'll, they'll surround themselves with familiar things, like you say, in the areas that they can actually control.
0: And and. Do they actually do it when the time comes?
1: No, and that's the interesting thing from my research, is I found that people w- predict that that's the way they'll behave, but then in choice they don't.
0: So so what do they do?
1: They actually choose more exotic new things. So the more people are in a state of upheaval or change, uh, the more likely they are to choose an unfamiliar exotic new option rather than their old favorite. And, and why? Well, I think it's because when we do a lot of changing, we're in the state of... Um, of constantly having to make new decisions and new choices. So we're open more to the new options in our environment. You can call it kind of a change mindset. Uh, and when we're in that mindset, we, we notice the new, and we um, are a little more attracted to the new than, than before.
0: So, so maybe if I can just follow my old habits, I follow them. But if I can't follow them and I have to change something, I might as well re-examine lots of stuff I'm doing. So that actually means that there's a huge opportunity in changes to drop bad habits and pick pick new ones.
1: That's right, and that's one of the most exciting things about this uh, research finding is it's kind of a silver lining for people who might be going through changes that they're not so happy with. Uh, in those times, it seems like this is a time not to hunker down and to protect yourself, but rather to uh, take the time and the opportunity to uh, start an exercise habit, stop smoking, uh, make positive changes.
0: So, so if you have a bad breakup, maybe it's good to have a new flavor ice cream.
1: That's right, <laughs> a, a new coffee, a, a new, take a new class, a dance class.
0: Um, so so what does it say about the economic environment? right? Everybody's in upheaval now, we're all uncertain. we're re-examining lots of stuff. Is this actually a good opportunity?
1: I think for a lot of people, it's a good opportunity to do new things, um, and for brands that uh, have perhaps more exotic um, uh, options uh, to thrive. Although people do believe that they get comfort and famili- uh, comfort out of familiar favorites. So when they think about it, when they really take care, um, they do choose familiar food still. We won't see people stopping eating meatloaf. It's just that they'll be surprised by how often they're eating sushi.
0: So, so you're saying when people think about it, when they use their theories about what will drive them, they actually try to do the comfort thing. It's only when they don't think about it actively that they actually are naturally more attracted to the new and novel. So it also says that... Um, people's theory are wrong about what will comfort them and we should basically not follow our theory in this in this regard
1: i don't know if they're wrong that it comforts them it may provide comfort when they do get that meatloaf or that um, familiar song playing on the radio but they're wrong about when they choose it and they're wrong about how uh, easy and open uh, how easy it is to change and how open they are to new things when other changes are going on so they should embrace more change change begets change
0: Okay, so so I read somewhere that uh, with this new recession, lots of people are getting tattoos. And I was thinking about why this might happen. It's, of course, just speculation, but one thought I had was that maybe it's actually permanence. So, you know, lots of things are changing. Maybe you want something permanent. Mm -hmm. Uh, A tattoo is is (laughs) a good permanent thing. Or maybe it's a rebellion against the institution. You feel like you're unhappy with how the country is going, the regulation, the, the institution and so on. But if we take your perspective, maybe they just crave more change. Maybe it's something that allows them to say, so many things are changing, I might as well do something I want to do all the time that you didn't have the guts to.
1: I think that's it. I think we should look to see whether um, there's more skydiving and other uh, activities we see as exotic, novel things.
0: Um, any changes you're um, embracing these days?
1: I'm embracing many fitness changes as I uh, continue to shift between, uh, uh, between towns, and I think that I hope I use the positive side of those changes.
0: Come on, but you all, always fit. That's, that's not a big deal. What, g- give us some, some dirt, some other habit changes.
1: Let's see, a good habit change. Um, I'm trying to complain less. Uh, I'm trying to be more positive. I think uh, uh, that's the toughest change of all.
0: Okay, I was hoping for something more (laughs) negative, but thank you very much.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Dan. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely, professor of behavioral economics at Duke University. Learn more at predictablyirrational.com.